Financial literacy is key when it comes to building wealth and retiring comfortably. However, just because a person successfully reaches their retirement years with a solid nest egg doesn't necessarily mean the learning is over. On today's show, the importance of financial education even after retirement. Welcome to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. Welcome in. It's the Money Professor with Chris Longworth. Chris is Principal Advisor at the Financial Education Group, a financial educator with over 10 years of experience and 45 years of experience in business and acumen. I'm Chrissy Peardis, your consumer advocate. Chris, how's it going today? Chrissy, it's going great. How are you guys doing? Good. Everybody can stand to gain a little bit more knowledge when it comes to finances, right? One of the things that we've always been focused on here is making sure that that foundational understanding, the foundation education, so to speak, is there so that people can make knowledgeable decisions based on the truth and facts and give themselves a real opportunity to then achieve their goals. So understanding that financial literacy is just another way to say that you don't know what you don't know until you need to know. Yeah, well, so so what is financial literacy? What's an easy breakdown? The easiest way to understand it is just two, two different areas of understanding what financial literacy encompasses. One is the structure of proper planning in the fact of when you're dealing with money, there's always a good, responsible, thoughtful way to work with money, deal with money, handle money, especially when it comes to your quality of life, whether that be paying your rent, paying a mortgage, paying your bills, buying groceries. There is a budget that you're trying to exist by. And financial literacy is really understanding the basics, which is build a budget. Understand that the budget is really going to be your roadmap into what you have available to you. Where is it going? What is it doing for you? And so, Chrissy, sometimes it's just as simple as sitting down and helping folks build that basic budget roadmap. And it's as simple as taking a piece of paper and drawing a giant T on that paper. And on one side, you have income. On the other side, you have expenses. And you simply list everything on both sides as completely and thoughtfully as possible. Now you can see what's coming in and you can see exactly where it's going. And Remember that most of the time people start to do a budget, you will find at least one or $200 a month that you're bleeding out and you don't even really know it. Those subscriptions that you forgot about. I was about just or, thinking about, the, about some of those right when you said that. That's, that's how about that cup of coffee that you buy every other day or so for $5 and you add that up and all of a sudden it's, you know, $150, $175 or more per month and it, things add up when we start taking a look at it. Well, you could make that same cup of coffee at home for about 25 cents. It's true. <laughs> put that $5 into your savings and really start thinking about it in, in that way. If you are if you feel like you're behind on your savings budget, if you feel any pressure, I'm, I'm talking to you listeners right now. If you can hear my voice, I'm going to talk to you directly right now. If you feel any kind of pressure whatsoever that you may not be on track, take a piece of paper put a pencil to it and write down your budget. Where is your money going? And that will definitely help bring some focus as to what you have to work with. Where is it going? What's it doing for you? And if you need to reallocate, redirect those dollars, now you understand where they're going and it makes it much easier to redirect them into your future. What percentage roughly would you say of people do not have a budget? Chrissy, this is the question of questions that I love to answer only because the statistics speak for themselves. It is estimated that people will spend four times more time planning their vacations. They'll spend six times more time clipping coupons than building a budget or understanding where their money is or planning for any kind of future retirement income. It's amazing what gets 
in the way. It's amazing what distracts people from just the basics of, like I said, the budget is one of the basic principles we like to start with. It is one of the elements that helps us understand where you are, what's going on, what does your financial landscape look like? And that simply is just simply writing it down. But also knowing that the distractions are there for people and they will spend an extraordinary amount of time doing other things other than focusing on what they should. Uh, You can reach Chris. His website is themoneyprofessor.com or you can call 1-800-980-2215. That's 800-980-2215 if you want to sit down with Chris. And it all comes back to writing that budget, starting with that budget. It's a great, great jumping off point. Chrissy, there are... Three main phases that one should really be understanding about their investment life. And mostly this is where we find a lot of misunderstanding and the fact that most people will find themselves out of place in one of these phases. And it simply is remembering that those three phases run next to each other in a link, in it, like a link in a chain. So the first phase, there are three of them. The first phase is accumulation. That phase starts when you first start working right up until around the age of 45 or so. Those years are your your accumulative years and you can work as much as you want, work as hard as you can, save as much as you can, be aggressive as you can because you are working actively and you have plenty of time on your side to get there. At 45 or so, we need to take a look and readjust a bit and this is called preservation phase. This is the next phase of your life, the next link in the chain, so to speak, where what you have accumulated now must be moved or treated differently. We we look upon it differently in the fact that these dollars must now be preserved and grown safely, growing aggressively as possible, but in a safety environment where you're not going to go backwards. Only because now we understand the time value of our money is what really becomes most paramount element here, is that we don't have enough time ahead of us to absorb major corrections, major losses. We don't have time to absorb that volatility and keep working and replace what we lose. We're now into that preservative side of our existence. So from 45 to 65, we must preserve our assets and grow them safely, get to the highest income distribution number that we can possibly get to, because at 65, the joyous day retirement comes for most folks. And now it's called distribution. Now we get to distribute the assets that we have worked so hard and diligently to to grow and preserve and, and the blood, sweat and tears that they literally represent for us now get to come back and enrich our lives and take care of us for the rest of our life. Distribution is one of the key focuses that people really do not catch. That's a, a, a miss that I see quite often when I sit down with folks and review plans. They have they have accumulated well. They may even have, you know, amassed a great amount. But then we do the hard analysis and we really peel that onion apart and we find out that they're really out of position in the fact that they're not in any preservatory products of any kind. They have no preservation about them whatsoever. There's no safety net underneath them. So they're simply exposed to, you know, 100% risk. And in that middle zone, that can, that can be what really resets the time clock of your working career. Every loss resets your time clock of working back to zero. So if you have a horizon, if you hit 45 and you say, I want to be out at 65, and you have two or three 25 to 40% losses during that 20 period of time, you're going to be working a few more years because you those losses take away so much. It takes so much time to earn that back. That's the problem with running risk type investments through a preser- preservation type time frame is that literally it, it keeps you active longer than it needs to. So if your time horizon is a specific date and time, use a financial tool that will help you drive to that date and know that you'll be able to exit at that time. That's what a distribution tool will allow you to do. So using the right type of distribution tool will give you that option. And then you'll have options beyond that of how the money comes to you. You can easily feed it to yourself over a lifetime, or you can have multiple options of how it comes back to you. And that's where you gain control over your retirement income is by understanding the three different phases of your investment life and making sure that you're using the right type of tools 
for the phase that you are in, and that is simply driven by how old are you. So there's really no reason that your financial education should stop at any age. That's the key element is it never stops. Financial education is something that continues and moves forward, hopefully for a lifetime, because things change every year. I mean, we can look around us and things are very different this year than they were last year. Are they not? So just look around and things are, are it's, a, it's a fluid life we live. You know, I, 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 I don't mind change. In fact, I almost look forward to it and expect it because if things are not changing, that means they're most likely dead. And so let's, <laughs> let's not have, you know, uh, a stagnant, dead thing around us. We we hope things keep moving forward and keep changing, and we must evolve and change with them. And so, knowledge is that piece that keeps us able to be nimble. Knowledge gives you the ability to react, you know, quickly and efficiently. It gives you the great advantage of seeing the pothole before you ever step in it. That's what education really brings. And that's your that's your goal is to help teach others how best to plan for a successful retirement. It's it's for them to take an active part in planning a retirement that they're proud of, correct? Exactly, Chrissy. That's exactly right. We we try to make sure that it's a, a very thoughtful conversation we're going to have. We're going to dive deep and ask many questions. I really want to understand what the expectations are so that we can make sure that the tools perfectly line up And so, you know, again, to the listeners that are listening and really take a look at what are you using to achieve your goals? And that's the question you have to ask yourself is that are you absolutely certain that you're going to get there with what you're doing? If you're absolutely certain, then power to you. And I will definitely give you all the support possible. But if you're not certain, if there's any question whatsoever, Chrissy, one of the worst things that a teacher can have is unanswered questions in the mind. An unanswered question is is one of the worst things you can have because it will fester and it will try to it will try to answer itself somehow, some way. The mind is a wonderful thing. It it cannot stand a mystery. The mind must find an answer. And so it really doesn't like a void. It must fill the void. So it will reach and grab at anything that even sounds reasonable to try to satisfy that piece. And sometimes it's, you know, not good just to reach out and grab the next reasonable sounding thing. Even though it sounds reasonable, it might not be truthful. It might not be accurate, but it sure sounded good. How many times have we all had that one? How many times have we done that ourselves? where we look back at an event and go, well, that, that was, that was not good. man, <laughs> and all of a sudden it was like, well, it sounded, you know, it was a great idea when we started and that's, what we try to avoid most, and we want to make sure that it is exactly, the plan is laid out perfectly. It unfolds as designed. It provides exactly what you're expecting. And that's peace of mind. 1-800-980-2215. That's 800-980-2215. When you connect with us, you're going to get a comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you're at now. And then more importantly, it's going to give you that roadmap to get you where you need to be. You've got nothing to lose. So sit down with Chris and have that conversation to get your retirement plan in the works. That's 800-980-2215. Chris, what's coming up next? Chrissy, next up, let's talk more about the three modes of your saving life, accumulation, preservation, and distribution. And we're going to put that together with the volatility that is currently happening and how volatility is a direct relation to time and your money. professor with Chris Longworth, principal advisor at the Financial Education Group. I'm Chrissy Paradis, your consumer advocate, and joining me as always is Chris Longworth. Chris, what are we about to get into? Chrissy, let's dive deeper into the three phases of one's savings life. Let's take a look at the first one, the accumulation phase. And during that accumulation phase, generally we're young in our working career, either we've just started or we're well into it a few years. And those vehicles that we're going to be exposed to are either going to be a 401k, if we have an employer that has a plan, or a traditional IRA, the individual retirement arrangement, or possibly a Roth IRA. And maybe even a Roth 401k if our employer is so thoughtful. But those are all deferred traditional accounts that 
generally we find most often when we're just starting out. And so that type of of feature is very helpful. Deferred money grows at a faster rate than tax-free money for the simple fact is that the tax dollar that is still in there gets to earn interest for you as well. And you get to keep that interest. You still got to pay Uncle Sam his tax money, but you could let that money work for you and you could earn some interest off of that money. And that's what does help a deferred account grow rather nicely. Okay. So that's, so in the preservation phase, what's the best protection? So as we move from our early working, and now we've been working for say 20 plus years and you have amassed a nice little nest egg and we still have 20 more years to go, but we need that nest egg to really have the chance to accelerate as much as possible in a what I like to call the pristine environment. It cannot be exposed to risk. So the preservation phase of our savings life is where we start to remove as much risk as possible from our money so that over the next 20 years or so, it can compound in a pristine environment and literally just experience pure growth. It'll never go backwards. It'll only go forwards. The worst case scenario is it goes sideways. And so in that environment where the market is tanking and everyone is losing, you won't lose anything, but you won't make anything either. And I think for most folks, they would say that they'd be okay with that. But what it does is it preserves that asset. It keeps it from diminishing. So now what what you've done is you've literally saved your money, but what you've done is you've saved your time. Remembering that the time value of your money is a key element between 45 and 65. We only have a fixed amount of time here. When I'm 20 years old, I got a lot of time ahead of me that I could make up for any problem that comes to me or my account or my finances or my money. I've got a long time to fix that. When I'm 45 years old or 50 years old, I got maybe 15, 20 years max, that's not a lot of time. And so the time value of money becomes the more focus, more more of the piece that drives the preservation tool is that we want to make sure that we get that compounding effect in a very short period of time. And that way we preserve those assets and grow them to the highest amount for income distribution. And then again, at the glorious day, it's, it's here. We get to say, Yahoo! And we're retired. We get to we get to open that door retirement with some, I like to say, I put the foot to it. I want to boot that door open and, <laughs> and enter retirement with a, a, you know, a yippee. And I don't want to have to limp into it. So if I use preservation tools, I get to do that. I get to forcefully kick that door open and say, here I am. And now it's time for distribution. Now we get to distribute these dollars that we have work so diligently for. So, so much blood, sweat, and tears go into our savings that now it's time to have it come and do something for us. Now it has to do something. And that's the expectation, that physical thing that this money must do. And generally for most folks, it's maintain their quality of life. So now we get to do that. And if we use the right tool, we get to maintain and grow that throughout a lifetime to where you will actually see and you will learn how you can actually spend money every year of your life and never run out of money for all of your life and actually have it grow with you throughout the rest of your life. There are ways to achieve this. It's just knowing the right tool to use and the right time to apply it and making sure that things are just perfectly lined up. So there's with today's financial climate and the insane volatility and inflation is is have you seen a lot of panic or any catastrophic hits or anything that you've been able to use some of these tools and help get people back on the back on their feet back on track Chrissy that is a great question and yes in fact uh, just this last week I spoke with several people and I had this wonderful couple um, my heart goes out to them. And if they're listening, thanks for calling in guys. And I know we can fix this. And we had a great conversation and, and I, they allowed me not to give their names obviously for confidentiality purposes, but they let me use their situation to, to help others understand. So 
during the review, we, it was discovered of, of what they had and where they had it. And it was uncovered that they had just over $800,000 in an investment fund with a, a brokerage house. And over the last year, just primarily since the beginning of this year, the first quarter, they had lost more than $80,000 from their account. And it was quite disturbing. I mean, that's almost, a, that was a 10% hit uh. in a quarter, one quarter. So it made them nervous enough to want to call and talk. And really, I asked one question. I says, what, what is bothering you? What is your concern? And, and I love the spouse for this. She, she leaned in and she said, Chris, she said, this is painful and expensive and I do not want to lose another damn dime. Nice. Just, she knew what she I wanted. Chuckled. I it, very clear. I said, "Well, that that kind of makes the conversation easy. I mean, let's let's take a deeper look." And then again, we we did through the analysis and found that they're 100 percent at risk. They were 100 percent exposed to risk 100 percent of the time. No safety net underneath them whatsoever. So we developed a plan, brought some peace of mind to them. They took a deep breath and got a nice even sigh of relief. And now we've got a plan moving forward where these assets were going to be used in a five-year period and they must provide quality of life. Well, we showed them how they could preserve these assets now and leave them sit where they are and they will actually grow back everything they lost and then some and provide that, that quality of life monthly cash flow without fail, without jeopardy, without risk, without loss. And so they're pretty happy that, that, that they discovered that there was a way to actually get this done. And to back that up, we had another gentleman that came to us that, again, I, I, my heart goes out to him. This was um, somebody who had, you know, uh, enough money to be comfortable, but wanted to pass money. He had a sizable uh, estate that he wanted to pass. And over the last 12 months, this gentleman lost 40%, 40%, which represented just over $4 million from his investments. And that's the kind of thing that brings not just the pain and suffering. That's something's wrong. Something's wrong there. Yeah. And that's what we can, you know, help do. And that's one we're currently working with uh, today, actually. I have a meeting with him later this afternoon, and we're going to sit down and, and do some more exam and, and just kind of peel the onion down further to find out what had truly happened here so that we can understand how to fix the problem. And that's what we do. We want to really understand what's going on, what's happening. And that way we can come up with a real solution. And for him, he wanted to pass this money. I mean, it wasn't, again, he has enough to be comfortable. He doesn't need this money, but nobody certainly wants to see 40% of their life savings, their, their hard work, just waste away, disappear when it's intended to be passed to a loved one. So Absolutely. again, it was kind of, it was, it was, it was almost a kick to my gut to see this event take place. And the, you know, the look on his face when he said, yeah, over the last 12 months, I've lost 40%. I mean, you, you could see his, the life drain right out of his face when he said that. And uh, that's one of the things that I guess it draws me in the closest is that I, I hate to see that when, when people have that kind of struggle, it certainly doesn't have to be that way. If he had a safety net underneath him or had a plan of any value, um, that would never have happened. And, um, you know, we get those people coming to us on a regular basis. So, you know, again, if you're listening to this and it sounds like you, if, if this is reminiscent of something that you're experiencing or know even someone within your own family that, that this is going on, please have them call us. Have them call that 800 number, 800-980-2215. Call us now, make an appointment, let's talk. I mean, the worst case, worst thing that happens is I'm going to tell you a joke or two and try to make you smile. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's worth having a conversation. Absolutely. That's 800-980-2215. And you can also text 360-900-3837. You can also go to themoneyprofessor.com and you can schedule based off the calendar right there at your convenience. But make sure that just like the couple and the gentleman that Chris discussed a few moments ago, you take advantage of this 
this opportunity to review your individual circumstances at no cost and no obligation and see how they apply, how it applies to your financial situation. See how much risk you're really exposed to and if there are red flags that could really pose some potential problems for you in the future. Check out the extra fees or maybe the subscriptions that you forgot about that you didn't realize you were paying for. The budget. Um, Yeah, get that budget done. Find some security in your lifetime retirement income plan that Chris is offering. And that's 800-980-2215, And Chris, you had a quote that stuck with me about helplessness. Nobody wants to feel helpless about their money. Both of these people, one of the things that struck me the most, especially with the couple, is when I asked them, you know, how do they feel about what's happening? The wife in particular said she felt absolutely helpless. And it struck me right to the core is that nobody, I mean, that's a, nobody wants to feel helpless. Nobody wants to feel like they're in a situation that they have absolutely no control over and that they're just helpless. So think about that. Uh, financial illiteracy is what feeds into that helplessness. So let's sit down, let's talk, let's get some literacy on the table for you. Let's push that helplessness aside and let's get you empowered. Let's make you feel empowered so that you can make a knowledgeable decision and feel like you have control over your life once again. 1-800-980-2215. Chris, what's coming up next? Chrissy, with all that's going on in the world, having a solid retirement and income plan is critical. When we come back, we'll outline several steps to help you Make sure your plan is ready for whatever the market, the economy, and inflation can throw at you. All right, welcome back to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth, Principal Advisor at the Financial Education Group. He has over 10 years of experience and over 45 years experience in business and acumen. I'm Chrissy Paradis, your consumer advocate. And joining me as always is Chris Longworth. So Chris, we're talking financial literacy question. Now is what's next? What do we need to to know next? Chrissy, that's one of the steps that we like to go through is that progression of what is next. Generally through the education process, there are steps along the way. There's beginning, there's a middle, and then we get to the end. In the middle part where we are here, this is really understanding that there are some basic things that you really should be doing to make sure that your retirement plan is more than just some pages in a book somewhere. I mean, working with us, you'd be able to have a a very well thought out plan of action that you would know how to stay right on track and know what to expect when retirement came. Some of the things we're going to talk about is um, what does your time horizon look like? What are your spending requirements? What do you need to have to maintain quality of life? What are the after-tax rates that you're going to have to be worried about? I mean, how much money do you get to keep when Uncle Sam is your partner? What is the tolerance for your risk? I mean, how much risk should you be living with? What are your estate plans? I mean, do you have any anything written down? I mean, these are the these are the top five things, Chrissy, that that we can dive into. And I think we should probably at least touch on those five a little bit deeper right here. So what does your time horizon look like? Yeah, let's break that down. So the time horizon simply refers to the expected date of exit. That's the that's the, the 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 future that we're looking to our horizon, so to speak, of retirement. The sun so on the horizon. It is. It's the it's the point in time that is ahead of us that we are drawing to. Sometimes we're you know we're working hard towards it. Sometimes we're we're just riding a wave towards it. Sometimes we're drawn into it. But for most part, for the most working folks, we're driving to, we're working towards this point in time in the future, and that point is our retirement. So that time horizon, really, we have to be mindful of how much time do we have, how many years left. If you're already in retirement, your question is answered. Well done. Congratulations. You've made it. How do you stay 
comfortable in your retirement. That's a different conversation. And we would love to have that conversation with you. How do you maintain your retirement? In other words, how do you make sure you don't have to go back to work? That pushes a time horizon off where sometimes they retire early or even on time and a catastrophic event happens, a major market correction, they don't have a plan of distribution. And now we're going back to work. Wow. That is not really the best of plans. So time horizon is really important. We got to have that really well understood. And the easy relationship there is the longer the time horizon the more compounding effect we have. The shorter our time horizon, the more input we must have to achieve that same compounding effect. So they're directly related and you cannot separate them. So really need to understand that and that gives you an advantage. You could kind of position yourself to prepare for a market disruption. You would be able to to absorb the blow as opposed to being exposed. Exactly right. And it's really, you know, market volatility is about one's ability to survive. It's going to happen. If you're in it, it's going to happen. And so being able to survive these volatile times of economy, these volatile times of inflation, if we have a recession coming in now, it's estimated that a recession may start soon. And now we have inflation and a recession. These are compound effects that can really be quite painful if it's not planned for. And this is the unforeseen event that you kind of must plan for. Nobody knows when it's going to happen. We just know that it's going to happen. And if anything that we're talking about resonates with you, just give Chris a call, 800-980-2215. That's 1-800-980-2215. You can go to themoneyprofessor.com as well and just pick out a time, schedule, that, that appointment, sit down and go over some of these things so that you're best prepared because Chris is phenomenal at translating some of the complex financial speak into clear and practical solutions that are really easy to follow. So that's 1-800-980-2215. So what's, what's another thing that, that we can do to make sure that our retirement plan is more than just those pages in a book somewhere? We like to use plain language when we're talking about folks. So understanding your spending limits and spending requirements, understanding what is the cost of that that quality of life that you wish to maintain, that really is a key element. And we found a lot of, of issues with some people that, that, that have an unrealistic expectation. I talk to a lot of folks that make the false assumption that when they retire, they can live on less. And I simply ask them, how is that possible? When generally they'll say, well, we won't have a house payment, which is great, but you still have every other payment. I don't know anyone who gets to walk away from their insurance on their house or their taxes or the insurance on their car or their health care. Or I don't know about you, Chrissy, but I kind of like to eat a couple times a day. So we got to buy some groceries. And that certainly isn't going backwards in price. And, you know, my utility bill certainly went up. And so I kind of look at it and I say, no, you're probably going to need at least what you've got now, and it has to grow with you through time, or at least have the ability to somehow keep you ahead of inflation and rising costs. So, in fact, that is a very unrealistic expectation to think that you can survive on less. And it's just, you know, nobody wants to take a cut in their quality of life to to exist was the idea is if it's planned carefully and well, you don't know anything happened other than you now get to wake up and every day is a proverbial Saturday. And and in this plain speak, I guess that you guys use, how do you factor in the tax portion? Chrissy, that's a great question that a lot of folks ask us is what about taxes and retirement and how are we going to, what do I have to worry about? Where, where are my liabilities? And, Simply, we look at what you actually get to spend, remembering that in your deferred accounts, it's not all yours. 
you got Uncle Sam in there. That's that that dirty uncle we all got. <laughs> he's that he's the uncle that comes over in the holidays and Tells sits the in the corner. Jokes. Telling dirty jokes, drinking lots of beer, kind of smelly, wish he was outside, but he just won't leave. You know, that's Uncle Sam. And so right now, no one is really favoring that uncle. And so just recognizing that that he's part of all your deferred plans, all of your deferred plans, you cannot escape that piece. And so dealing with it, planning for it, how much money do you actually get to keep and spend now becomes the the focal point on your deferred account. So taking a look at that. And again, if we have time, we set up, you know, tax deferred or tax favored accounts um, is based on what the need is. So tax deferred, if you need relief in the year that we live, we need, we need a break in our taxes, or if we can bite that bullet, go tax free, go Roth, because now all of that money that has compounded up through the future is yours to spend and you don't have to share it with anyone and there's some benefit with that, too. There's no required minimum distribution. So if these are dollars that you wish to save for the next generation, that's a, a Roth is a great way to pass those dollars at the most tax favored that you can possibly get. So come talk to us. We'll figure out what's the best way for you based on what you're trying to do. And then basically the other side of that coin is making sure that anything that we look at is going to be examined to the like for like situation where unless we unless we're focused on conversion we're going to make sure that you don't step into a tax pothole by moving money into an account that it really shouldn't be in and that's called commingling of funds and that's the one number one uh actually it's the number two mistake that the IRS loves people to make and that way commingling of funds it they've take they take tax favored or tax free money and want to move it into their IRA because they think it's where it needs to be. And by doing that, you take those dollars that are tax favored or possibly tax free, and you now make them fully income taxable when you use them. So it's really a faux pas that you do not want to make. And so again, being very careful about planning what your taxes need to be, what they look like, how you're going to spend, how much you get to keep, all that, all that is what we try to take a look at. I feel like if I've learned one thing, it's that risk risk tolerance is hugely important when it comes to retirement planning. So how do you navigate or acknowledge that? This is where I'm going to speak directly to you listeners right now. If you have any question about the risk on your savings, your retirement savings, your retirement income, your retirement future, you really have to examine what is your willingness to lose. That is what risk tolerance is about. It's understanding what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to lose? So discovering what risk tolerance is all about is having that deeper conversation as to what is the purpose of this money and how much of it are you willing to lose? Chrissy, I have never had anyone say to me, I'm willing to lose anything. Nobody wants to lose anything. And that's just the nature of savings. We save for the purpose of saving. We don't save for the purpose of losing. And so having that risk be well understood, your tolerance to it, the tools you're using, the exposure to it in relation to your money being exposed to risk, this is where we really can help you understand, you know, exactly what's taking place, exactly where you are. And if there is a problem, we can certainly help you fix it. So give Chris a call, 800-980-2215, and make sure that you're in the right place in planning for retirement. The Money Professor, Chris, is offering this complimentary, practical, comprehensive review that's going to be customized to your personal financial situation. And the offer comes at no cost and no obligation to you whatsoever. The team at the Financial Education Group is standing by, so give us a call, 800-980-2215. That's 1-800-980-2215. When we come back, it's time for questions from listeners. And we've got some good ones this week, so can't wait to talk to you about them. We'll see you when we get back.
And welcome back to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm Chrissy Paradis, your consumer advocate. And joining me, as always, is The Money Professor himself, Chris Longworth, principal at the Financial Education Group. And he's been a financial educator for over a decade. Chris, we've got a lot of questions from our fantastic listeners. So do you want to just kind of start knocking them out? Let's, let's get them. All right. Jasper from Marysville is first. I am 67 years old and inheriting approximately $47,000 from the sale of my deceased mother's home. Should I invest all of it or invest half and use the other half to pay off the balance of my mortgage, which is approximately $25,000 at 4.5% interest? Awesome question, Jasper. This is kind of a twofold one that, that we get fairly often. Inherited money is something that we're seeing more and more as the baby boomers age into their lives, their parents are, are expiring and leaving money behind. And that resultant flow of assets from one generation to the next is what inheritance is all about. So in this case, I would say absolutely. If, if you're looking right at that edge of retirement, I'm going to assume that at 67, you want to be stepping out fairly soon. I always like to to encourage that folks time the paying off of the house as one of the major events of retirement to time that event so that the last day of work, you make your last mortgage payment. Because you need that deduction while you're earning income actively, you need the, the offset. So it helps along the way keep you in a particular tax bracket without allowing Uncle Sam to take even more. So deductions are good while we're working. But when we're not working anymore and I want to pay the house off, perfect timing to do so. So I would say that that totally makes sense to take a portion of that, pay off that mortgage. Let's invest the rest and see what we can do for you. And Jasper, that number is 800-980-2215, 1-800-980-2215. If you want to take advantage of sitting down with Chris and having that personalized retirement income plan, drawn up at no cost and no obligation. Uh, next question is from Archie, who's in Ballard. Archie says, I am 71 years old and on Medicare. I do not have a health savings account. My wife is 63 years old and is not on Medicare, but she has an HSA and she contributes $3,650 per year. If she contributes $7,300 for the family, can I draw upon that for my medical expenses? Archie, this is a probably one of the most misunderstood questions that we get asked. And the fact is an HSA by the IRS publication 969, the spouse can use the, that HSA money for herself, her spouse, any dependents that she claims on her tax return, even dependents you didn't claim on the tax return, but are still authorized dependents, that HSA can be used for the entire family under that plan. So to answer briefly, yes, you certainly can. And if you have any questions, we'd be happy to help you work through that one. And Archie, that's 1-800-980-2215. Next up is Jane in Lake Washington. Jane says, what kind of investment can I put in my Roth IRA? Chrissy, I love these questions. The Roth IRA, the individual retirement arrangement, can accept quite a few different types of investments, keeping in mind that it is a qualified plan. So we must have earned income go into this program. We can also convert other qualified deferred accounts into the Roth account. And as far as the type of investments, there's several different types too, too many to list out right here. And again, it really comes back to, Mar or Jane, what is your focus, Jane? What is the intention? What is the expectation of these monies? What must this money do for you? And that's going to really help us determine what is the, the perfect investment for you. What is the right vehicle to use to achieve those goals? So, Jane, yeah, if you want to give Chris a call, if you want to sit down and and go over some of this, uh, make sure you either visit themoneyprofessor.com or give us a call, 800-980-2215. Last, we've got Stu in downtown Seattle. My wife has been retired from the workforce for eight years, and the two of us have, appro have approximately 750000 in assets and no debt. Our combined Social Security benefits today would be more than adequate to sustain our current lifestyle. Is there any point in waiting an additional three years at full retirement age for us to retire if I can 
comfortably live off of Social Security benefits now? Stu, my friend, I love this question. This is where we really sit down and take a good look at making sure that the budget is in order. As we talked about earlier, I love that you have no debt. Well done, my friend. Well done. You get the gold star for today. That really is a determining factor. Remembering, folks, debt is the greatest killer of your wealth. I tell folks who carry a large debt load today, I hope they're enjoying themselves because they're spending their future income today. So way to go. As far as living on Social Security now, if that if the boat floats, I would say if you are okay with leaving behind maybe as much as $150,000 or $200,000 or more by claiming early, those are dollars you will never spend. If you're okay with that and everything else is comfortable, I would totally agree that now is better than later when it comes to retirement. If you can comfortably step out and it does not disrupt your quality of life, there is no major adjustments that have to be made. You simply need to just roll it over, then let's do that. You've you've worked hard, Stu. I'm sure that your blood, sweat, and tears have produced a, a nice asset for you. So let's enjoy it, my friend. Give us a call. We'll help you enjoy it to its fullest. And Stu, that number is 1-800-980-2215. There are thoughtful people out there that are doing the right thing and really working hard and really striving to achieve a goal and yet simply lack the, the understanding, they lack the knowledge, they lack the direction. And now all of a sudden, a volatile time comes and they find themselves on the wrong side of planning and they lose 40% of their lifelong earnings. That's got to be the most uncomfortable thing you could watch happen. And so there again, this is why we are very thoughtful about making sure that we sit down, we have a good conversation. We really want to understand what your dreams are. We really want to understand what your goals are. We really want to understand that where where you have put in that blood, sweat, and tears Trust me, everyone listening, trust me when I tell you, I too have had very, very difficult jobs. I have bled for companies that I have worked for. Literally cut myself and it was not good, not fun. I have smashed a thumb, you know, working for a company and and that was not good. And so pain and suffering is what is part of our working careers and our working lives. Those of us that actually you know, work in the field or in the trades, we do this on a daily basis. Those that sit in a in an office and, and we manage the other side, the white collar work, that is exceptionally painful to be stuck in a cubicle and not be able to move and, and flex. And those those issues that come over a career only exacerbate themselves when it's when it's time for retirement. And so trust me, that blood, sweat, and tears means a lot. I get it. I certainly get it. This is what we want to make sure that that you don't lose. That blood, sweat, and tears, those dollars in that account represent all of that pain and suffering that it took to get them there. And we just simply want to make sure that you never lose them. So give us a call. Come talk to us. 800-980-2215. Give us a call. Let's have that conversation. Let's see if we can help you. I'm not I'm not promising anything to anybody, but let's just see. Let's see what we can do. If we can make it better, You'll certainly want to know. And having that candid conversation and tackling these problems with with Chris is is just the first step, but it's a great brave step that you can take. Chrissy, I will still I will say this one one thing here is that I've never been told that I'm bashful. So you're gonna <laughs> get the straight talk. You're gonna get the truth of where you stand, because only in truth can you nail now really understand how to fix it. If there's a problem, we need to understand what it is. We need to understand as much detail as to what's the problem. How did it come here? How do we fix it? All of these things is what we can help you determine and then empower you with knowledge and all the support that you desire. I've got an awesome team. Everyone is eager to help. And our only goal is to make sure that your goals are achieved. And the best way to reach Chris is giving us a call right now. He's got openings on his calendar for each week that he marks off specifically for our listeners. So that number is 
1-800-980-2215. And given a lot of the variables that we talked about today with inflation and market volatility, take advantage of this this opportunity to get that true practical financial review at no cost, no obligation, and find out where you're at. Let's get rid of that helpless feeling that you're feeling. If you're feeling that right now, listening to me and listening to this message, if you have felt any part of that throughout this last hour, let's get rid of that. We can fix that. That, stu- that stomach it, flip. Let's just get, let's get that out of there. Let's get, let's, let's replace the uncertainty with certainty. You will have peace of mind. You will not feel helpless. You will feel empowered. I want to empower you to be confident about your future and your retirement. I don't want you to have to wake up every day at 630 in the morning, turn on the TV and find out if you're going to survive or not. That is not an enjoyable retirement, guys. We will be back next week. Chris, any final thoughts? Education will always present the truth and facts. And through education, you will then become empowered to make better decisions for you and your family. One of the greatest concerns that we have at the Financial Education Group is the fact of financial illiteracy. The fact that it is estimated currently between 85 and 90% of all Americans are deemed to be financially illiterate. And I say it's an honest illiteracy. It's not taught anywhere at any depth or any real clarity. People will go and seek out advice. They get spoken to in language they can't possibly understand. It's, as most folks tell me, they feel like they're being talked to over the top of their head. One of the, one of the main feedback comments that we get is that they really enjoy talking to us because we make it understandable. We make it so that they can get their head wrapped around this topic. We make them feel like they've been empowered to be able to make a decision with knowledge, not a guess. And most people are guessing, Chrissy, and that's the danger of financial illiteracy, is that if you don't have certainty about what you're doing, you're guessing. Think about it in those terms. Do you really want to guess with the quality of your life for the rest of your life? I that's not something I would like to gamble with. You know, it's the truth and facts is so simple. It's so much easier to understand how does it actually work. And then it really drives back to what's the purpose of the money. If the purpose of the money is to provide quality of life, simply use financial tools that do that. And now you have nothing to worry about. Chris Longworth is a certified financial education instructor and provides general information, not individually targeted, personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Chris Longworth is a licensed insurance agent in life and health products in 22 states. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through the Financial Education Group. By contacting the Financial Education Group, you may be provided with information regarding the purchase of insurance products.